This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. In the lab. Good morning, Wayne. See you in about two hours here on the show, as always, on Fridays. But right now, it is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time for you to hit us up at hashtag Undisputed Live. It is almost time for Eagles at Cowboys. Time for Dak. Time for CD. Time for Micah to show the NFL world they are legit contenders. Finally, time to convincingly beat a legit good team, the 10 and 2 Eagles. I'd say the Cowboys will win convincingly 36 to 20. We will get to what Keyshawn Johnson and especially to what Michael Irvin think at 10 Eastern. But today's first order of business is LeBron James dominating the NBA's first ever in season tournament on the way to winning the cup on Saturday evening. LeBron's cup runneth over right now. Last night in Vegas, LeBron led the Lakers to a, you ready for this, 44-point annihilation of the Pelicans. Biggest blowout of this entire tournament. Lakers were favored by only two last night. They won by 44. So now the Lakers play the Pacers for the championship. I, memory serves, I think I tried to tell you guys the Pacers would eliminate the Bucs. Yeah. Just as they help clear LeBron's path by eliminating the Celtics. But LeBron is on a tear. He's on a mission to win the inaugural IST. This was the first time in LeBron's career he scored 30 points in under 25 minutes. First time in his career. Played only 22 and a half minutes and had 30. Made all four of his threes, all eight of his free throws. God bless him. Glory be. So Keyshawn. Is it now a foregone conclusion to you that your Lakers will roll like Vegas dice over the Pacers for the championship? They certainly look like the better team, Skip. Doesn't Ooh. mean they're going to walk into the arena and the Pacers are going to just lay down like dogs. That's not the case, but they certainly look like the better team. They got the better player in the entire tournament. There's no question about it. When you look at LeBron James's tournament games, so to speak, just look at the tournament games. I'm not talking about the course of the season. Just the games or so, the six or so games that it that has been tournament games. LeBron James is playing like the MVP. I mean, there's no question about it. I know and we talked the odds on favorite to win the tournament MVP. No, I'm just talking about yeah, MVP yeah, that's in general. Sure. I know we talked about Luca yesterday, yeah, but did. when you just talk about LeBron, some of the things that he was able to do last night, you mentioned it. Skip yeah. 30 points in 23 minutes. The dude didn't even play in the fourth quarter. Mm. I mean, this was a this was such a blowout. You turn the game off. Three quarters in, you're like, I'm just, I'm gonna get ready to shut it down and find something else to do with my time. You talk about LeBron and his three point shooting wolves. He was four for four yesterday, knocking down threes, but not normal threes. These were threes that have court, basically. Well, he had a heat okay? check that looked like it was a logo three. It was, it, it, he was standing on top of the NBA sign. I mean, that just from all from bottom ball, of the net. He walked. With that court, how can you tell where anybody is standing? Well, he was standing right on it, though, right? Skip, the court does make you a little bit dizzy at times trying to figure things <laughs> yeah, out. But look, everybody came to play last night, did even to the point where Austin Reeves had ice in his veins at times throughout the course of the game. I mean, this, if, 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 the Lakers continue to play this way 
despite the tournament. I understand LeBron wants that trophy and he wants to be able to add that to his resume and his bio so that we could talk about it over time, which is great. But if I'm looking at the bigger picture. I'm looking at in the summertime. I'm looking at June. That's my goal. That's his goal. That's the right, Lakers' right. goal. If they can play remotely close to the same way that they played in this tournament, yep. oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. If, 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 look, like I said to you the other day, Skip, they should just put a sign outside the, the locker room door <laughs> that says in-season tournament game, whatever, to get that, that same kind of psyche. Even out. after Saturday. Even, even, even after. after even right. after just the fact. <laughs> to have them play this way. Yep. It was good to be able to see Anthony Davis sitting next to LeBron James with a smile and not his hands in his face with his, you know, and his head down. Yeah, or, it, it, it looked yeah. good. It really did. I, I was excited about them, uh, the way that they played. And I'm just glad that they won in the fashion that they did. Yeah, and my, my, my thoughts was, you know, that the – there's a difference between great and greatness, and, and, and that's the battle. That, that, that young team is trying to be great, and they're playing hard together, but they're playing greatness. Now, great says, boy, I, I did, I've done some big things in time. LeBron, greatness says, I've done big things over time. I've done it for 20 years. And I watch, I'm watching LeBron. I said, man, we, we underplaying all of this in-season tournament. This stuff means something to LeBron. LeBron knows he wants this on the resume for guys like you, Skip, and everybody that's going to be debating his greatness down the line. When yep. we talked about this, he, want, he wants his MVP. Yep. He, want, he, he, wants his, he wants his cup. He wants that on his resume because he knows 10 years from now people will start putting that in as something to count towards him, his GOAT calls. You know what I mean? So I thought that was... That was a man. It was to watch him play like that. And great. I th I, that's probably the perfect game plan, Key. That's why you loved it so much for the Lakers because he gets to play just about enough minutes. Did what he did, and you can sit her down, baby. You can have him sometimes later on. Now in the bottom of the year, but boy, I'm gonna tell you something. Towards the playoffs, oh, there's Indiana. Oh, Skip, I watched him, and I said these dudes. See, they, they're running so hard on that floor. I was talking to Q about it before. I was like, what's the fastest you done got from one basket to the other? Because these dudes are taking that ball back in four or five seconds, like right back at it. I mean, so, so, so they're trying to be great, man, and they're working at it. They're putting together, and they're playing so hard together as a team. I see them chasing down. You chase down dribblers from behind in the NBA. Players don't even do that anymore. They just kind of wait and let you get towards your basket. But the, Indiana's playing football, basketball all over the court. So it's going to be a great game. But, but I, I, I'm going to ultimately go with LeBron and the Lakers mm -hmm. just because I see what it means to LeBron. But now in order to win it, LeBron's going to have to make sure everybody plays with his intensity, his focus, and his kind of greatness because Indiana ain't going nowhere slowly or easily. Going away, Right, they're going, they're going nowhere. Okay. Keyshawn Johnson. Yes, sir. Skip As Davis. I launch into this, remember we have two things operating here. We have first in-season tournament, and then we have what Michael referred to as the GOAT case. Yes. They are mutually exclusive. But yes. I want to talk about what LeBron James is doing right here, right now, as he approaches on December 30th, age 39 in year 21. Yeah. He is playing at a higher level right here, right now, than he did at any time last year to my eyes. Any time last year. 
This is spectacular. This is LeBron. It looks like he's five years younger than he was at the end of the year last year. You can argue. Oh, yes, at the end of the year, of course. At the end of the year, of course, Skip. But I'm talking about the whole year last year, and I watch every dribble of every game. I don't remember the the energy in his legs. Mm -hmm. He he is playing like a kid right now. He he is attacking the basket effortlessly and launching and dominating and bullying at the highest level. And to your to your point, Keyshawn, he is right in the middle of the league MVP case, not just the cup MVP, as we call this little tournament they're they're playing right now. And I, I want to congratulate the NBA because LeBron by himself has put this little in-season tournament on the map, on the national map. It was him. If we had Pelicans and Pacers in the final, it just, it, mm. it, you know, you, you might yeah, watch I'm it. You I'm might an NBA watch fan. It, right? I watch it. Okay. You, you'd have to be a hardcore to watch it. But LeBron James has taken this over. Mm. He had last night one of the greatest games of his career. I mean, statistically, you could argue it was the greatest game because he's never scored 30 in 22 and a half minutes. It's just hard to do against a Pelicans team that I have respect for. I, I do. I think they're they're pretty good. I don't think they're great, but I think they're pretty good. And taking charges, yeah. Skip. I mean, he was laying took all over the floor. Charges. Three charges. He took three charges. <laughs> taking Zion's charges and Zion's. I'm only worth a billion dollars of taking charges. Okay, so, so clearly we knew going in, he made it clear, I am taking this very, very seriously because – 500K is 500K to my players <laughs> down the bench. Yes, it is. He's doing it right. for his right. teammates. And it's a beautiful thing because th- this is where Le- LeBron is at, at his apex of leadership. Michael Irvin mm-hmm. was a great leader. Keyshawn, in his own way, was a great leader. But, but this is high-level leadership because it's, it's a team bonding experience. Let's go get this. They went into the bubble, and LeBron kept them mm. together when other teams were unraveling as they were stuck with cabin fever in the bubble. But LeBron kept his team focused on eye on prize, and they went and won in the bubble. And it's the same mm-hmm. sort of thing on a little smaller level to say, hey, okay, it's here. Let's go do this right here, right now. I told you, Keyshawn, before the year, I love this team. They still don't have Gabe Vincent. I'm, I'm telling you, he is a deadly clutch Big game, big play, playmaker. Wait until – I don't know what's wrong with his knee, but he still had not played yet. So it's a little haunting right now about what's, what's happening. But the point is, if they get him right, look at what they did from three-point they, – they came into this game as one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league. And then last night, they're just – they're crazy on fire. They make 17 to 35. Of course, LeBron made four, but Tarian Prince – playing at a high level on both ends of the court. He made five. And to your point, Austin Reeves made three. This is a really deep, good basketball team. And I'm once again going to publicly congratulate Rob Palenka for the job he continues to do to remold this roster around LeBron and Anthony. And you got to give Anthony credit last night because both of those two big guys in the middle for the Pelicans are loads. They can be problems. And especially Valanchunas, he, he just made him quit. I mean, he, he, look at Valanchunas. He had three rebounds last night. Look what AD had. 15 to three? Yeah, to 10, their and, 10, 10 and five. Woo, okay. And Zion, you, you relegated him to sitting there in front of the media last night saying, I got to play better. I got I to be more urgent. I got to play with more energy. 
you, you made them quit. You made them look foolish. They have a really good young coach. They, they got a deep roster of young talent, but they weren't ready for this onslaught because LeBron had his team ready. This was like NBA finals ready on a night in December. And that's, that's what happens. Then to Michael's point about the other game, the Pacers are playing this like oh. March Madness. They're playing it like, like this is a college basketball tournament. They were and moving, they just man. wanted it a little more than the Bucks, yeah. I believe, yeah. wanted it. And Giannis played yeah. very well. Dame didn't play well in the fourth quarter, but did make some shots. But to Michael's yeah, point, man. you want to talk about run and gun, man. Oh. They will run you off the floor oh. if you're not ready for, for their energy and their pace. They lead the league in pace. They're going to push it. They're going to shoot it. And they are deadly from three. And Tyrese Halliburton has arrived. He is an MVP candidate. He's not playing at LeBron's level at this moment. But to me, on Saturday evening, the better team is just going to prevail because the March Madness analogy works because what, what happens to Cinderella's when they get to the mm. final four? They, they usually just get exposed and they have one bad night where somebody just blows them off the floor. I think the Lakers will blow them off the floor. It's a three-and-a-half-point game, I think, Lakers could win this by 10 or 15, by double digits easily. Yeah, no, but, but when you start, it made me think, Skip, when, yeah. you, when you talk about the one-and-done situation, like the, the college basketball, yeah. one-and-done. Well, now the Lakers are in a one-and-done situation right. with LeBron and James mm -hmm. at the helm. They got one game on Saturday. You either win a championship or you go home. I can't, as I equate this in my mind, I think about it as a game seven, so to speak. Yep. I can't see what LeBron James is going to, and Anthony Davis is going to all of a sudden not look at it the same way. This is one game to win a championship. There's no run back. There's no there's repeat. None. none of those sort of things. Nope. So I would think that you would see similar performances in this game on Saturday. Yes, they have a young team that's really exciting in Indiana, but they've yet to see what veteran players like LeBron, along with, with AD, could actually do. I wouldn't be shocked if all of a sudden you see D'Angelo Russell all of a sudden elevate his game to a whole nother level Agreed. in this game on Saturday. Y'all saw those young brothers. Y'all saw those young boys. And when they put Dame down, they went and did Dame. And, you know, they, did. They, they, they said it's Albert. our time. Yep. And, 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 and trust me now, if they're doing that with Dame, they're thinking about the GOAT here. They're saying, they let's, let's lay him down yep. too, just like we laid down Dame. You know what? Let me tell you something. I, I used to go and speak to uh, to quarterbacks and talk to them about leadership and and. And, and I tell them, the first thing I used to tell them is like, what are you doing all season? They say, I'm on. I go get a, spend time away. I said, you can't do that. I say, you're going, you got to go spend some time at some of these guys' places or do their charity event. Because in the fourth quarter of a game, you're going to be calling on them to do something. Let's go. And they're going to look at you and say, you make $40 million. I make 500000 You go. Unless they know you're committed to them. Yep. And what Skip, what you were just talking about, about how hard LeBron's playing to make sure that bottom man on the roster gets that $500,000. That's what it made me think about. Like, those guys will go for LeBron. They'll play for LeBron. But they're going to have to play for LeBron Saturday if they're going to win that game against Indiana because those kids are playing basketball and playing great. They're so, going to have to run. So, Skip, what does this do? You had a two-part, right? You, you, you said you yeah. had the right, interim. Before we get to the second turn, uh, okay. part of it. Yeah, the goal calls. Yeah, the the goal calls. calls. Just real quick, just for the record, talking about these kids from Indiana. So let's look quickly at what happened last year because it will apply to Saturday mm -hmm. night. 
Remember, these kids came Bobby, into crypto no. last year. It was early in the right. year. They were down 17 at Lakers with nine minutes left in the game, and they stormed back on LeBron, and LeBron had a bad close to the game. He went two for eight down the stretch and scored four points. And these kids tore up the Lakers, and Nimhard hit a shot over LeBron. I think we have it at the buzzer. This is going to resonate on Saturday night. This is the confidence they're going to bring into this game. But here's Nimhard. This is at the buzzer. No, that's before. Oh, now it's going to be a long rebound. All cross-court pass from Halliburton to Nimhard on LeBron, and he ripped it at the buzzer to win the game. And I sat there in awe. They came from 17 down as a baby basketball team at that point. So then here we go, cross-court pass. This is like impossible to come from 17 down at Lakers with nine minutes left. Okay, so then we switch venues. We go up to Indianapolis a little later in the year, and Lakers wanted revenge. And it still came down to a buddy healed shot at the end of it. Well, I'm going to show you the AD shot first. This won the game. This is the game winner. He hits a little fall away. That's the game winner with a few seconds left. But buddy heel got a look at the end of the game. It was a tough look, but he makes those occasionally. Yeah. That was to win the game. So, so mm. to, to your point, it came down to last second shots both times. So it will carry mm. over a little bit. This team won't be afraid of the Lakers. I just don't think it's as good as the Lakers, big picture. No, I don't, I don't think that. Right. Look, look they, they certainly feel that they can play with the Lakers just based on yeah. the, the two games. Yes. But this is a this is a different LeBron James it is. than it was totally then. There was no in-season tournament. For whatever no. reason, in the in-season tournament, yeah. Skip, he just looks different. Maybe it's yeah. because the, the, the focus is a little bit more or maybe we're looking at it differently because it's the end season tournament we're putting a lot of a lot of it into it saying oh okay he really wants to win this thing even though he's playing similar in non-end season tournament games but we're just focused in maybe that's what it is I don't know, but he okay. certainly no, plays better. I just told you what it is. He wants this for the go calls. He okay, knows what do he's that. doing, and let's, let's get into that. That's what okay. he's talking. Right. That's what we're talking okay. about. So go ahead, is, let's that, do that. That is the point because to hey, me, that's what he's doing. Right. Pile up right. his career accolades to equal to measure up <laughs> to what that ghost up in Chicago did, which was six finals, six and zero, oh, six MVPs. LeBron is four and six in the finals, and he can do all the damage he wants to do in bubbles or little in-season tournaments, and to me, it'll never measure up to Michael Jeffrey Jordan, but that's just me, unless you think that this will help his case. I, I don't... <laughs> look, I, it will down the line. I'm just telling you, Skip. I, I'm I, telling I you, it's going to help it down the line. Maybe not today. Maybe not today, but the way you even see those young dudes playing now, this, go, this is going to mean something to them down the line. So, so we don't see it. Because we haven't seen it. Yeah. But, but, but it's going to grow and grow and grow, especially if LeBron wins it. You just said it. LeBron's helping them out so much oh, with this in-season yeah. tournament. Yeah. Now it's going to become a big thing. Right. And he's going to put that hood ornament on his hood when it started the battle. Yeah, especially for the if he is the MVP of it, then it right. would have more significance. Go right. ahead. Yeah, but, but you, you want to have a conversation about who's the GOAT, this, that, and the other. There was no in-season tournament in the right. 90s and no. 2000. It just but, wasn't. Right. The so, 70s to your oh, Kareem right. point. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it, this is all yeah. new. Right. This is just part of okay. 
the overall conversation. When a guy's averaging in-season tournaments 27, 8, and 8, that's basically what he's doing in non-in-season tournaments. The difference is it's, it has something with the 500K winning perks. It has something with another trophy that goes into right. his case. Right. That's really all it is. It doesn't – you're going to say, well, he's not 6-0. He, right, didn't right. Win, he, didn't, he didn't go three-peats. That's what's going to happen. So there's no real conversation to be had about the in-season tournament, Skip, in the GOAT conversation. It's just not. But, but many will make it. Trust no, people, me. Right. No, no, they right. will. There's no question about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. to, to have a false narrative against LeBron and for Michael or, uh, or, or for Michael and against LeBron or LeBron yep. against that, – that, it's going to go back and forward yep. like that. I don't look at it that way. I look at it as like Michael Irvin just said, the playmaker is going to help the NBA. Because yeah. I was sitting there thinking, yeah. just like you said, Skip, yeah. if he wasn't playing in this, oh, and, right, and, right. And, and we all love Giannis, right, right, right. it's great. If Giannis was playing in it and... Well, what if it's Pacers and Pelicans? Then Yeah, Pacers and Pelicans. Yeah. It's like, okay. But if you got... Steph Curry in it mm. and no LeBron, or you got Katie in it and no LeBron. You got to have a big star to kick this thing off. And that's not saying that the NBA was hoping and praying and wishing and yeah. giving the Lakers a little bit of, you know, help to get yeah. into it. Yeah. That's not the case. But they needed to have LeBron James, the face of the NBA, Bang. playing in the first season yeah. in the in-season tournament yeah. to be able to have us have this conversation. Okay, can I say like one this. last thing about LeBron? I, for one, and maybe I'm the only one, I'm not shocked at the level he's playing at at age almost 39 because he understands nutrition and fitness way better than all those before him in you guys' ages, in your times, in, the, in your league, understood it. It's, it's easier to play later now because he gets it and he invests in it both in time and money, and it's, for me, just me personally, 38 going on 39 is not that old. Like, like I know it's the NBA and he's shattering the mold, but... 39 okay. years old is okay. super old for basketball, okay. any sport. Right. But you're, any you're, sport you're talking that is. from past tense. It used to be, but it's right. not anymore. Yeah, but Skip, we've never seen anybody, let's not even talk about 39, let's just say 35. Yeah. Do anything remotely close at that age. Is no, no, it just he's, doesn't. He's shattering just, the mold. He's shooting 63% from three in the tournament. Okay, but I believe he will blaze a new trail that other young players will understand and follow and play longer later. They I just think they will. It's, it's, he's one of one, Skip. Yeah, it's yeah hard, and that's what man. makes him great, right? Yeah, it's one of one. Yeah, right. You go back to our sport and Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice played, he was 1,000 years old. Yeah. It, you, you can't do it. Tom well, Brady, Tom a thousand years old. It's just hard Brady. to do. Right, right. right. And especially with the money they're making to keep them focused and saying you're going to play 20 years when, man, five will get you set for I life now. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo. 
is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. NFL journalist Tyler Dunn has broken a story that back in training camp of 2019, Bills coach Sean McDermott used a 9-11 analogy to try to teach the value of teamwork. Dunn reported, and I quote, he cited the hijackers as a group of people who were able to get on the same page to orchestrate attacks to perfection. McDermott now says he regretted that analogy and moments later apologized for using that reference. He, he said yesterday, my intent in the meeting that day was to discuss the importance of communication and being on the same page with the team. Yet Dunn reported that in that pre-practice meeting, this is training camp, McDermott began asking specific players questions like, what tactics do you think they use to come together? McDermott now says one player questioned the intent of the analogy, couldn't understand it. And within the hour, McDermott decided to call the team back together just before practice, and he then apologized. So, Michael Irvin, if Sean McDermott had been your coach, how would you have felt about him using a 9-11 analogy to inspire your team? I would imagine I kind of felt like I felt here even listening to you try to explain or yeah. when the producers yeah. first came to me, it's like, why, why would you, why would even go there in that situation? Why even try to use anything out of that situation and attach it to something positive for your football team? I, I just don't see it. Let, let's remember, this is Buffalo. New York. It's Buffalo, New York. Hey, even if you thought some way you can communicate some way, you can't do it. You shouldn't be doing it. You shouldn't do it at all, but certainly nowhere that ends with New York. <laughs> if you're in some little, you're in Alaska on some football team talking, maybe we never hear this. I'm surprised we just heard it. I'm surprised we just heard it. Now, you asked me a direct question, Skip, but I don't want to evade that question because this is bringing about, this, especially, this will bring about some problems in the locker room. I would first probably get it, hear it, and try to digest it and say, well, what did I just hear? But what ultimately will happen, Key and Skip, is I'm going to have to go to other leaders in my locker room and say, man, what did we just hear? And yeah. why do you think that was the analogy he tried to use. 
ultimately we're going to have to go and talk to coach. You're go, you, you know what I mean? You're going to have to have an open conversation about it to get it out the way. You can't just come back and apologize and let that go. We're going to have to talk about it because you got to remove all the corners that will fester in the locker room trying to come over and say, man, you think he should have said that, man? I don't know, man. You know, I know some family members, man. Yeah. These people, and man, I really don't like that coach said that. You got to try. You see what I'm saying? I would have to make sure that I would talk to my guys. Like, man, how, how should we handle this? What's going on with this? And we would have to have a conversation about coach. I just don't see anywhere, any way, and I've thought about this, and most of the times you get it, there's a brotherhood here. You try to see, and you try to say, okay, let me see. I want to look at it from his side to see if I can see what he was thinking about or the direction he was going. And I cannot. I cannot. So I, I know not why. I do not know why he would use this analogy. And I say this, especially in New York. I think for me, Skip, so it happened in 2019, and I'm just trying to figure out in my mind so when Nick came to me, my producer, and brought this up, I was trying to figure out in my mind how I personally will have handled it. Yep. Where I was at in my career, even though I think that I am a deep thinker, I take my time, I think about things, but I know me personally. And I've come into situations not this egregious about what happened in the attacks of 9-11, but anything. It could be with race, it could be with name call. Whatever the case may be, I find myself oftentimes confronting the individual that brings some of that up. Whatever it may be that I don't agree with, yeah. immediately. I don't need to huddle with my teammates. I'll go right to you, Skip, and say, hey, man, that ain't, you might want to rethink what you just said. Exactly. Because that's just always that's been me. Yep. I mean, whether I'm on a commercial shoot and they, they, they scripted something and, and I didn't, it's like, eh, I don't know that we want to do that because that's not going to come off the way you may intend it to. So when I thought about it, I said, how would I handle this? I probably would have approached Sean right after, you know, he was finished with, I probably would have called him in the hallway or called him in his office and said to him, coach, you realize what you just did? Like what you just said, because there's many ways that he could have explained and given an analogy to fire up his team, to right. uh, get his team to come together for one common goal. There's many ways that he could have done that, whether it was in New York, Idaho, L.A., California, whatever the case is. Because it didn't just affect New York. It affected the world. And when you don't process that information the way that you need to, as you know, Skip, and you just say, well, this is football, and I'm only thinking about football and winning and getting my team together so we all got one common goal is to finish the task at hand, which is ultimately our prize of winning the Super Bowl. And so I now could put the two together, the attacks and the bad guys and how they accomplished their mission. And now I could get my team to understand in order to accomplish a mission, look at what the bad guys were able to do. And they, you automatically should know, hold on. That probably 
is it the right thing to be saying or doing? There's many ways that I could do that. So I probably most likely would have approached him and let him know you getting ready to come under some heat. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. You might want to address it with the team again and differently immediately. Yeah. You know, because it's the first I've ever, like Michael said, I right. didn't, when he came right. across my day, I was like, when did he say this? Right. And, and, did this and, just happen? Right, Key. And, and Key, obviously, obviously, and, and obviously somebody met him. Somebody talked with him because he said he went and apologized and, and to the team. And, and, and still, we're hearing about it now. So you're going to get him to apologize, then eradicate this because we're hearing about it now. Now, why are we hearing about it? We'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I want to hear what Skip has yeah. to say to this. I'm pretty sure that there are 16 players who were in that still on camp meeting who are still on the team who right. heard that quote-unquote 9-11 speech. Right. So... I don't know a whole lot about Sean McDermott because he's never caught my eye or my ear with anything he's ever done or said. Always seemed like a pretty good football coach, but there are no rough edges that I knew of. So, so I, don't, I don't think a lot about him until this moment. This is so wrong. Yes. This is so completely out of bounds that now for the rest of my days, when I think mm. about Sean McDermott, I will think a little differently about him because I will not be able to get this out of my psyche. Mm. I will view him a little differently because you have to be a little off to go there. You just have to be a little off. Something has to be a little amiss right. Especially in your psyche to, to go there. There's an old cliche about all is fair and love and war, and, and I've heard many times that paraphrase to all is fair and football and war, but you guys played this game. It's not war. Not not war, war. No. This is war we're talking about here. Many, many lives were lost and many lives were damaged forever and forever. And yet, even though Sean McDermott says, yeah, we lost, a, my family lost a family friend. You cannot You use can't this. erase the fact that you went there thinking it would really somehow resonate with your football team. And it took one player saying, Coach, I, right. I, I don't really understand right. how you're going there. And he rethought it and said, okay, I'll, I'll apologize for that. But for him to think in the beginning it would work, it would inspire his football team to compare his football team to terrorist attack team. Cowardice, hideous. Hideous. Beyond. Just, you, you can't do it. Okay. You can't do it. All right, so in the end, I know what would have happened if, if you or you had been in this locker room. I think you might have stood up at the moment and said, Coach, time out. It, it would depend about your relationship with your yeah. coach because the, the reason it's hard to and, even and, and also the bring it to you because also, you're playing for Jimmy Johnson, well, Jimmy's just not going to do that. He just, he, he's not going to go there, right? Right, no, Jim, Jimmy well, wouldn't go here, but yeah. also I, I, I'm going to be... As hideous as it is to be having a conversation mm-hmm. like that in a locker room, trying to talk about creating unity from that kind of situation and being, being showing courage by using those cowards, it's just all, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to even discuss. It's hard to discuss it even bringing that in the locker room. But 
even so, I would have to measure the time, like where we are and what we're trying to accomplish yeah. that year, you know. So I, I got one call, Coach Outray. Coach, come on, man, you can't do that. Like, I just got to make sure that we're trying to hold a locker room together yeah. to move forward when he's doing something that's stupid. That, that, yeah, that's crazy. I, I, that's crazy. I, I certainly wouldn't have probably stood up right. In, right. in that situation. I probably would have waited and called him, like I said, Caught him in his office, caught him walking through the hallway, whatever Probably the case yeah. may have been. And look, and I, look, man, as I said to you, Skip, before, and, and, and Michael, I've been in situations with coaches that have said something and I've had to say, hold on. Not here, not now. That's not going to happen. That's not it. That's the wrong choice of words. Yeah. And they had to rethink it and go, oh, I didn't mean that. Oh, that's not what I meant. I've been in rooms. Many times in branding situations, marketing situations, where somebody comes up with a plan and they think that plan is perfect. Oh, this looks great. Oh, this is, we're going to do this. And then I got to look at it and go, you sure you want to do this? That's probably not a good idea. But you have to process the information, be able to digest it, and then be able to articulate it in a very uh, matter-of-fact, positive way to now give it back to them so they can understand what their wrong, what their wrong was can now be right yeah. if they just listen to the situation and correct it. I and, got it. And, and I think in Sean's situation, after he probably sat back and realized, uh-oh, once somebody brought it to his attention, now he's readdressing it again from 2019 because he knows All right. All that was the wrong move. Last, kind of one last thing. Let me, let, let me do this because I know what. Coming up on 9-11, let me apologize to everybody and anybody that we are having this conversation. If it's touching you in any way and bringing about, bringing about some bad thoughts and emotions, I apologize that we have to be addressing this right Fair now. Fair enough. Appreciate both your sentiments on a tough topic. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. We are now joined once again by our man Bubba Dub from Dallas, the ultimate trash talker to talk Cowboys Eagles and a little bit of Lakers. By the way, Bubba will be 
appearing this Sunday at the Broadway Comedy Club in New York. Good morning, young man. How are you? I'm great. How about yourself? Well, I'll be better after you uh, light up Keyshawn here. But uh, do you give these stinking Eagles any shot Sunday night in Dallas? No. The only shot the Eagles got is that COVID vaccine shot. That's the only <laughs> shot they got. They not beating no Dallas Cowboys this Sunday night in Jerry World? No. Never. No. No, no, no way at all. We should have won the first game, but we ain't worried about the last game. We only worried about this game right here, Skip. Cowboy will win. Book it. Book you it. brought up we should have won, but then we ain't worried about it. You obviously worried about it because you brought it up. I didn't bring well, it up. Because last time I was on the show, you brought it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because <laughs> the Papa Dough would well, get ready to feed me Papa Dough. I want the biggest catfish in the restaurant. Yeah, I brought it up because y'all was fresh off a loss. Okay, y'all. Let, now. Y'all let Philly now. get he that done. We ain't now. So, man, what is it that you think that the Cowboys are gonna do better than the Philadelphia Eagles? So you can get your pop of those. What is it that you think? Number one, the run game. They can't. Eagles defense can't stop a nosebleed. The 49ers show us that last week. Last week, when the Cowboys played the Eagles the first game, we had 21 rush attempts for 77 yards. This time, we're going to run the ball by 25, 30, 30 times. They can't stop the run. If you can't stop the run, you definitely can't stop the pass. That guy got over 374 yards passing on, on the first game, Keith. It's big and guess what? All that you, all, all that language that you just spit toward me, <laughs> y'all came away with an L. You came it's away okay. with an L. No, it's not okay. It's, okay. it's not okay. It's, it's okay. We had one turnover, and they had none. That was the game. We had we had the ball thirty That's minutes. They had it for twenty nine minutes. Man. It was the evening for a game. Oh. We had no total yards and yep. everything. It was just that turnover. That's all. We gonna correct our mistakes. Come on, Key. You know this. You gonna you correct. You gonna correct your mistakes, but they not gonna make any adjustments either. They just gonna come he with the same make game no plan. Oh. They didn't make. They started out slow every game. Jalen Hurts like he got the flu the first three quarters. Then he come together the fourth. It's not gonna happen this time. And another thing, Michael, do me a favor. What's up, buddy? Get Jerry Jones on the phone. I want the Dallas Cowboy pregame the meal to be Rudy's chicken. You get them Cowboy plants some Rudy's chicken. We ain't lose. <laughs> that, that's what, hey, let, let, let's do that. I, I, I did know that. I did, I did not know that. Now, you, you, as you talk about this, man, what, what would you say is your biggest concern with the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, just Hurts starting out fast. That's the only thing. We don't want Hurts to start. He normally starts out slow. Let's keep it that way. Let's keep him starting out slow. Michael Parsons and them boys need to get home early because he likes to sit in the pocket. Hurts like to sit in the pocket 50 seconds. Mm. 50 seconds. And then take a sack. We want the same thing now in Jerry World. We want the same thing now. Now just letting him hold the ball, don't throw it away, and take dumb sacks. That's what we want Jalen Hurts to do. That mm. boy going to win the game by 20. By 20? Yeah, you, you wait by twenty. You don't. You don't think the Eagles are coming in to play with playing with some anger from losing last week? No, no. You can't get healthy that quick, uh, Mike. They hurt. No linebackers. They already secondary already playing. They got the. They, just, they got the linebacker. We got, they got the first track. They got the linebacker. Y'all want it? What do you mean? They got Shaq Leonard that Where y'all want it. Who released him? He got released for a reason, didn't he? Thank you. 
Okay. Yes, he did. They didn't. He's, he's just shutting you down. <laughs> he's got an answer to every question. Hey, well, get rid of you right now. I, 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 ain't stopping nothing. I'm, I'm going to tell you this, Doug. Many players in the National Football League get released for a number of reasons. A number of reasons. When, when a team flies you in, sits down and have lunch, dinner, courts you, you take physicals and do all of that, and a player says, eh, I'm going to wait, I'm going to sit tight, and I'm going to go visit another team or two after you spent your money to bring them in because you feel the need to want to try to sign them and they reject you and go to your nemesis, that's a real issue because that particular person feels like the Philadelphia Eagles have a better opportunity and chance to ultimately be in Vegas when the Dallas Cowboys don't. So he signs with the Eagles, and you bring up he got cut by Indy because he didn't sign with you. Interesting. He knew he was going to play immediately. Who wasn't going to go to a Super Bowl contender team knowing I'm going to play immediately? Oh, so, do all in so you agree that Philly is a Super Bowl contending team then? No. Well, and, well that's desperate. what he said. I just said. No, they're desperate. Oh, they're desperate. He's yeah. we, we flew oh. him in coach. We, we made him fly <laughs> First of all, that ain't going to happen. And Shaq Little didn't come in coaching. Shaq Little, he can play now. He can play. Shaq Little can play. Yeah, he, he can play. He can play. But like you said, there's a reason they, they yeah. let him go. There's a reason they let him go. There's a reason they let everybody go, Michael. Yeah. There's always a reason. So, so Bubba. Now, don't spin this key. You know where he lives. You know where he lives. He does. He Did, does. Let me ask you this before Skip goes. Did the Dallas Cowboys want him, yes or no? Yeah, you always want to add that. I didn't ask you. Speculation in Jerry Jones' words. It was speculation. Yeah. We want but, but there's the, nothing wrong with saying yes, we, you want to add we, depth we to your the team. Minimum, the right. veteran minimum. Right. Okay. Like, if you want to play for America's team, Come on. Okay. Opportunity. So, so, Bubba, sum this up. All I know is one stat about the Eagles. Their defense now ranks 24th in points allowed. Oh. Would that qualify for your favorite word? 24th in points allowed. That qualifies trash. Absolutely. <laughs> and nothing going to change Sunday night. The Cowboys don't knock the fellas off that bird. Not the the fellas coming off that bird again Sunday night. Duh, is my, the Miami Dolphins, are they a good football team? They okay. They ain't won nothing either. So why I'm just asking you, are they, they a good team? Champion. Are they a good team? They won us in 72. I understand. They won us in 95, 96. Are they a good team, though? Yeah, they're a, it's a lot. 34, 32 men NFL team. Yeah, they're a team. The Cowboys a good team? Ancient history. Cowboys, Cowboys good team. is a great team. Don't put good with us. Great okay, great team. Great team. Yeah. Kansas City, great team too, huh? Because good team. No, they, on the, they, 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 they going down right oh, now. Oh, they going, Kansas City going down with the quarterback. They going down because they lost the game. They going down. Okay, got it. <laughs> Buffalo, good team. <laughs> Buffalo, good team. Good team. And the reason I'm asking nope. you this is because as I look at some of the teams that the Philadelphia Eagles have played, they seem to be battle-tested to me. And when I look at some of the teams that, you know, your, your Dallas Cowboys have played, you know, the New York Jets, the Giants twice, the Commanders, you know, and 
New England Patriots. You know, thirty-eight to. I don't think you would ever. Who beat the Eagles? I don't think the Eagles. I don't ever think that y'all you would say those are good teams. I'm just asking you. That's all. I just want to know. Did the did the Jets beat the Eagles? Uh oh. Uh oh. The Jets. The Jets did beat the Eagles. Yeah, they beat the Eagles. They absolutely did beat the Eagles on a Jalen Hurts mistake late in the game. They absolutely. But I don't think you. In your heart of hearts, in neither of these two guys that are sitting next to me, whatever, deem those teams that I just listed that your Dallas Cowboys play as good football teams. Don't tell me it's only 32 in the National Football League. Don't do that to me. We don't do that to the rest of the world. Yeah, pretty good. We don't make the schedule. We play what we play. We do. Now All right, man. Up. Okay. I played the Jets. Well, the Jets beat the Eagles. Okay, man. All right. The 49ers beat the Eagles. I'm not even, I can't even have a conversation with delusion. You are now delusional as much as these two are. That's that's amazing. You can't take his logic. No, because his logic is off what what you said. Cowboys hadn't played anybody, but then the Cowboys beat the Jets, the Jets beat the Eagles, and you still say that's nothing. Hey, man, listen, man. You did your homework, bro. You did yeah, your thing. You, know you did your thing here, man. I'm just letting I, you know. I, I love Tell all your friends you came on the show and beat Keyshawn down. Beat him down. Let him know. Let them yep. all know. Yep. Golly, man. Key, key boy, Key. Keyshawn, you got to stay in bounds. <laughs> you got to stay in bounds. Right now, You're not even I, in I feel like you right now, I'm bound, sitting up key. here with three lying ass politicians. <laughs> that's what I'm doing, because that's exactly what y'all got me feeling. Come on, Key. Come on, man. Stop. Y'all sound like a bunch of politicians. Yo, you got to stay in bounds, Skip. You got to stay in bounds. Hey, Bubba, go, go, go one other direction before we let you go. What do you think of these Lakers right here, right now? I know you love the Lakers. Funny, man. We, we rolling right now, Skip. Rolling. Uh, hey, we going to beat Indiana Saturday night. Uh, that's a good young team. Yeah. Uh, I want to say this. Y'all got on, not y'all, but people got on TV talking about Zion and the Pelicans. We're going to beat the Lakers. Zion look like he's still full from Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. The Lakers done knocked the Cajun pasta out them Pelicans last night. Let's talk about all this Zion talk. The boy's still full. Got dressing, yams, all that still in his stomach. I don't wonder nothing about the Pelicans no more. I don't want to hear Aggie back balling again. Hey, it's a beautiful thing going on in L.A. It's all I'm saying. Lakers and five. LeBron didn't even sweat last night. No. The black dot didn't even get in his eyes. That's why we're hitting them black threes. You can see what he's sweating. Letting you know right now. Lakers and five, Keith. Well, I love it. Yeah, I think we all right. Yeah. I, I'm good. I'm good with right. us. I know you good. Lakers. Yeah. Cowboys can't beat us, baby. Jones. Jones. Hey, Bubba, good luck to you on your gig Sunday in New York, and great luck to our Cowboys on Sunday night in Dallas. Get some sleep, man. That's what you need, some damn sleep. (laughs) All right, my guy. Bless you. All right, boy. Way to go. (laughs)